This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Happy Friday, everybody. You got your predictions ready for this weekend. It's going to be an awesome football showdown. Welcome to Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Kit Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Your ankle okay? Yeah, or you need an excuse? No, 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 you can, I'll give you an excuse. LeBron, you got a bad ankle. Well, LeBron might take uh, off with that. Really? Yeah, wait, ankle wait, this. wait, LeBron is always listed as questionable yeah. with a ankle. Man, man, 38. What do uh, you expect? 38 is like kid age. <laughs> no, it is. Not to me, it is. Not pro sports. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's jump right in. We have so much to get to today. Let's start on the football field with these conference championships. Chiefs back to being one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bengals, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. The Chiefs going to try and snap that three-game losing streak against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. That, of course, goes back to last season. Shannon, who wins this one? Um, as much as I want to pick the Chiefs, I just can't because I just believe the Bengals are the better football team. And they've always found a way to create one turnover, gain a possession. Um, and so that's why I'm going to take them. And what concerns me the most about the Chiefs is their defense. Skip their second in sacks. But when you look at their defense, the 18th ranked in pass defense, 16th in points allowed, and the 31st in allowing red zone touchdown. That's the second worst in the NFL. The one thing we know about the Bengals, they can move the ball offensively. And when you have a team like this, you have to hold them to threes and not sevens. And I just don't believe the, consistent, the, uh, the consistency of the Chiefs' defense have left a lot to be desired for me. I understand Chris Jones is formidable. Right now, he's the best D-tackle in football. Aaron Donald got injured. I like him. But can they generate the last two games? They've only gotten two sacks, one in each game. You've got to be able to put Joe Burrow on the ground. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to get him off his mark, get him outside of the pocket. And plus, you have to be able to neutralize their run game. As bad as I want to pick my homes at home, <clears throat> and I don't think I'm not going to use the ankle as an excuse, Skip, because I think his ankle will be fine enough for him to play and play well. I don't think he's going to be 100%, but, hell, nobody at this stage of the season is 100%. I just, I just look at the Bengals and look at what they do offensively, defensively, and special teams. Um, I understand how tough it is to play in their head. <clears throat> Excuse me. Having played in that division for 12 years, played them in a playoff game, know it's going to be loud, it's going to be a raucous crowd. I just like the Bengals. I just think the Bengals will have the better team. Not a better quarterback, not a better this or that. I think they have the better team. And with that being said, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to win a very tough, close, hard-fought ball game. Mm. Score, range, what, what do you got? Well, the, the one thing we know, Skip, it's always been a, what, a three-point ball game, a one-possession mm. ball game. Yep. So I'm going to go, I'll say the score be 30-27. 30 to 27. Yeah. So you are giving 
my homeboy 27 points yeah. at home. Yeah. Okay. I must admit, I am shocked by your prediction. Uh, all I've heard for the last four years coming from across the table is my home, my home, my home, my home, my home, my home boy. Yes. Right? Yes. He's still and, that dude. And you did say earlier this week this could be his sort of crowning achievement if he could pull this one off. Correct. Are you sandbagging me? Are you trying to set me up for, for a Monday fall? No. Where you come out and, and you've got me on the run? No. Is that, you Skip, you, when I say the Bengals, the Bengals have the fifth best passing offense. They're seventh in points scored, fifth in red zone deep uh, touchdown, and the Bengals have the sixth, mm. uh, sixth in uh, points allowed. Mm. So, it's, Skip, I'm not, it's not like the Bengals don't deserve to be here. It's not like this, like, man, I don't understand how the Bengals got there. When you look at their body of work, you absolutely understand why they're there. Mm. It's, I, it, I think the, the shock to you is because you know what I feel about Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. You know what I think about Kelsey, who I think has an opportunity to be the GOAT tight end when it's all said and done. But the totality of it, the team, offense, defense, special teams, it's just, it's just hard for me. I just can't pick with my, with my heart and say, okay, let's ride with the Chiefs mm. when I believe the Bengals are the better team. Even though Mahomes boy is at home for the fifth straight AFC championship yeah. game, mm-hmm. and even though Mahomes boy – has lost all three of his games against Joe Burrow. So he's 0-3, and you're saying it's going to go 0-4? Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Wow, 0-4. Well, I mean, that's that's hard. It's hard to beat a great quarterback four straight times when you're his sudden arch rival. When you have a better team, it's not that hard. Hmm. So are you saying that I was correct before the season when I picked the Bengals to win the AFC? Yeah, you AFC picked the Bengals, again? and if the Bengals yes, get okay. that, you would absolutely okay. be right. correct. Okay, well, but you're saying they're going to get that. Yes. So, I, you, so you, you, you're, you're validating my yeah. preseason prediction. But you had a lot of other preseason predictions that okay. were wrong, like Tampa. Okay, I was wrong about Tampa. Just the Cowboys. As, just as you were wrong about the Rams and the Chargers. Well, you had the, the Cowboys going to the NFC Championship game. That was the wrongest pick. And no, that they did everything <laughs> but win that game. No, they did. The, the more I think about it, the more I look at the Cowboy game, they had 10 opportunities to win the game. They needed <laughs> one out of 10 to work. I needed my quarterback to make one throw to one wide open receiver, and I win the game. It was 19 to 12. I told you that Dak left 24 points on the table maximum, 12 on the table minimum, and that would have been enough to win the game. I needed one throw to C.D. Lamb, one throw to Michael Gallup. I just needed Trevon Diggs to just catch one interception that hit him right in the hands, and we are having a whole different conversation because right now we would be talking about my Cowboys playing the Eagles because we would have led this show with <laughs> Dallas at Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. Am God, I correct? I knew what he was doing. Okay. So I was very close. I was in position to be correct <laughs> about my prediction, right? You were in position. Okay. Huh? okay. You were not in position to be correct about either the no, Rams no. or the Chargers. I, and I, I had the Ravens at the second half. You, the second half of the season, you repicked the Ravens. But they got uh, but I, I, I'm going to give you that one because that was all about Lamar, yeah. start to finish. Yeah. It was a travesty what happened to him and to them, but they had a shot. Right. They had a real shot. They might have eliminated Joe Burrow, for all I know, because they got to play Joe Burrow in the first game at Cincinnati, first playoff game. Okay. Well, if Lamar had been healthy, they'd have been playing, in, they'd you, been playing you, in Baltimore. You, you well could be right about that. Okay. So, the ankle – to me, I'm going to invalidate as an excuse because you didn't think he would practice this week. He did practice. practice. According to them and him, right. he practiced. Yes. And according to him, and I don't know if he's just trying to, to sort of 
like pie in the sky it right. or silver lining it. Right. I don't know what he's doing, but he's like gloating about how he's way better than he thought he was going right. to be and that he practiced way better. I'm going to assume he moved around a little bit in practice. Mm-hmm. I know he threw a whole lot in practice, so he got to run the play. So it's not like he's behind the eight ball that he didn't get to do anything at all this right. week. It sounds like he did pretty much business as usual. Correct. He said there's some things he might be able to do, but for the most part, he should be full go. Yeah. Okay, so are, are we? can we agree that come Monday, the ankle cannot be an excuse? No, unless he gets it rolled again. But as okay. of, going into the game, as of right now, no. Okay, so – the, the point is, you have always taught me as a Hall of Famer that if you go, if you step out there on the field, that's it. Yeah. Okay. If you play, you play. We have no more excuses, no. right? Mm-mm. Okay. And you say he's going to get some medicine in there. He's Absolutely. Some, he'll get it shot up. And, of and, and the ankle, especially just the turned ankle, as long as you don't tear the ligament or fracture your ankle, mm-hmm. it's the one you can shoot and actually have some, some relief out you, of it. You do yes. get some relief and, and you can kind of forget about it for a while, at least for about three hours. You can forget about it. Okay, I just want to make sure because I'm I'm writing it off as no factor in this game. No. Now, let's flip it around to the other team. I believe that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes, and I think he's proving slowly but surely that he is better, and this is his optimal occasion to do it for a fourth time. And if he does it for a fourth time, I think everybody's going to have to sit back and say, okay, that's it. He's the guy. Or as he said last week at Buffalo, I'm him. Mm -hmm. He would be him as in the guy, as in the it kid and the, the it player of this league as then the face of this league. If you beat him at his place, a second straight AFC championship game, this is it for Joe Burrow to vault to the top to me. Because I, I don't know how you could what, – what, what more could he do at this point? Win a Super Bowl, win an MVP. Okay, well, but I'm saying in the AFC where all the quarterbacks live, right? right? Yeah. I, I keep telling you, I, I believe that, that Mahomes versus Josh Allen was actually always the undercard. That the, 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 the premier, the, the, right. the, the one that everybody's waiting for is Joe Burrow. Right. Because he's the closest thing to Brady that I've seen of the young gun quarterbacks. So the point is – I think he is poised to go in there and do this with with an offensive line, and I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm just telling you the straight facts. I don't even know if they're going to have one starter starting because when Kappa and Jonah Williams, they, they haven't practiced at all this week. I don't know what their status is. It's hard to keep up with their offensive line. It feels like they're down to five backups all the way across well, let me ask the ball. Question. How did that makeshift line do against Buffalo last week on okay. the road? It has something to do with the quarterback getting rid of the ball quickly, which has been Brady's forte all along. Obviously, you can sort of mix and match with his offensive line until he gets to be 45. But, again, their line was a shambles this year in Tampa Bay. But you wouldn't give Brady any break for that. You said it's all Brady's fault. Well, I don't know how Burrow keeps doing this because – Because Burrow Burrow looked down the barrel of the gun and still he keeps firing. Okay, he keeps firing. But it's it's almost – miracles that he's making. He is a magician because I don't know how you keep doing it because no team in this league can start five backup off. I know what happens in Dallas when we have one backup starting. Yeah. Bad stuff starts but to Skip, happen. But, Skip, you have to understand, he has two number one receivers, T. Yep. Higgins and, and, and okay. Jamar Chase. We know that. So, yep. And Hayden Hurst is yep. not a slouch at the tight yep. end position. So in his ability to get rid of the football, their ability to get open, get separation really, really quick, that bodes well. And what can Chase do? Take the ball. We seen him last year in the first game they played Skip in Cincinnati last year. Yep. He took a five-yard route, 
go hit his head on the goalpost. He so he can make spectacular plays. Yep. We know T. Higgins can make tough, contested catches. We know Boyd is very, very reliable at the slot position. He's a bigger slot receiver. Yep. But he can make tough, contested mm-hmm. catches. Yep. So with that being said, the offensive line just has to get in the way just long enough. But even with the makeshift line, Skip, they've only been able to sack him twice. In the championship game, they sacked him once. And then last, in, uh, uh, this year, in the regular season in Cincinnati, okay. they sacked him once. Okay. So you just made the case that the Chiefs were second in sacks. Yes. The Chiefs have a sack artist in Chris Young. Yes. Like, he's a force to me. Yes. And I'm not sure the Bengals can deal with him. I, I do think he's going to get to Joe Burrow because I remind you, last to. year, everybody got to Joe yes. Burrow. He got sacked more than anybody during the regular season and by far more than anybody in the postseason last year. And it didn't matter. And it didn't matter because he came within a throw of winning the Super Bowl. Yes. It's just who he is. He is him. I'm him. He is. He's he's arriving right before your very eyes. And this is a showcase opportunity for him at Mahomeboy where they're playing their fifth straight AFC champion. That is... That's an achievement in and of itself for Patrick right. to, to go five straight at home. Yes. Again, he won two of them against Tennessee and uh, who was the other one they beat? Uh, but th- they, uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. They beat Buffalo. Yeah, beat Tennessee and Buffalo. And obviously they have lost two home games right. to Brady and Burrow. Yes. Okay. No, no real right. shame in that. But the point is five straight. Okay. So in, in the big picture here, you, you even have – on defense, I do have respect for Kansas City's defense, and obviously Willie Gay, the linebacker, doesn't have a whole lot of respect for Cincinnati's offense because he's on the record. You know what? What? What scares you, or what do you respect the most, or whatever? He he just said a flat out nothing about their offense, and he yeah. said they're going to come in. He's a pretty good player. He was a second round yeah. pick out of Mississippi State. So, and and he he every time I watch, he's pretty good. Right, but. He says they're going to come in and try to do to us what they did to us last year or even this year the, right. when they played at, at Cincinnati. They try to, as he said, big boy you. Well, they do. They, they will run it down your throat if you allow it right. because both the running backs are physical. Yeah. And th- th- they both have athletic ability in the hole. They, they yeah. can make you miss and run yeah. through you. And both of them can catch the ball yep. out of the backfield really yep. well. They don't have a problem throwing the ball, especially on the screens. Yep. To say uh, P. Ryan, because he's such a low to get down once he gets ahead of steam. Yep. But the problem that they present, Skip, is that if you play a light box, they'll run it on you. And then when you drop the safety down, now that means you're going one-on-one mm-hmm. with Higgins and chase yep. outside. Okay. Is that what you really want, Skip? Because think about it. Look at, look at the guys they got playing. I understand you said Sneed, but Sneed mainly is the slot corner. Yeah, but he's really good at yeah. what he does, and he is a great blitzer. But he, so I, I figure they'll get Burrow maybe four times. I, I he'll be on his back four different times, but as long as he clings to the football, because he doesn't—he's not a sack fumbler. Right. So if he hangs on to the football, I think you just keep overcoming that because that's what he does. Right. Okay. So then it then the onus is back on your team, my homeboy, and let's see what happened in the AFC Championship game a year ago. Remember. They jumped out to a lead. They led 21 to 10 at halftime, and they got outscored 17 to 3 in the second half and overtime. So, Mahomeboy at home last year with no ankle issue at all, he scored three total points in two quarters and an overtime. Right. Okay, so how did that happen? Let's see what happened in the third quarter because this was the turning point in reopening he threw a the bad, door. A very bad you know, interception. It was just a bad idea, and BJ Hill got his hands up. He sort of double clutched it, if we could see it again. He thinks, he thinks, and he double clutches, and then he tries to force well, it. But even if he didn't, yep. uh, what you call him? Uh, Hendrickson was going to pick it. 
Yeah. Even yeah, if he doesn't, Henderson's going to pick sitting. it. He's, he's jumping for the ball yeah. already. Okay. So the ball gets tipped up, and BJ not only tips it, but catches it. And now all of a sudden, wait a second. Here we go. You got a ball. And game. they take it right home and go for two and, and make the two, and it's 21 to 21. Okay. Now we get to overtime. No, it's 21 18. What, I it think was tw- it was 21 uh, to 10, 21 18. Okay, right? but but no, they'd already scored. They'd scored oh, okay, a field goal. Okay, so, okay, so yeah, that yeah, tied yeah, it yes, that, yes, after yes, this play. Yes. But that was the turning point where you said, wait a second. Right. Cincinnati is right back in this game. Yes. So that ties the score. Okay. okay, so we go to overtime, and it's the classic example of Kansas City wins the toss, takes the football, obviously. And usually in this case, it's it's the rule that got changed where you, you need both teams to get a chance, that's right? The football, yes. Okay, so let's see what Patrick did. He had the first three plays. This is the first three plays of overtime. He throws it to Robinson, and that's a bad throw Red high, one. although I think he was afraid that it might get picked. And then second and ten. Same way. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Well, Pinderson. This second and ten, and that, no, that, no, almost, that almost got picked. picked right there. That That's a terrible throw. Second and ten. Woo! Oh, it almost got picked. Sixth and and okay now we go to third. But you can tell the way he's throwing the ball, he's yep. lacking confidence. You yep. can tell the way third he's throwing and 10, it. Third and ten, third and ten. I'm forcing this one up. Jesse Bates gets a hand on it. Von Bell catches it on the deflection, and now the tide has turned. We'll see it one more time. So he makes three poor throws, certainly by his standards, right in overtime that open the door for yes. Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow ends up hitting T. Higgins for eight, T. Higgins for nine, and they start mixing in Joe Mixon and mix, 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 Mixon, and they field just go right, right on down, and they can't stop them, and they end up with a walk-off field goal, mm-hmm. short field goal. And so that was that. Okay, so to me, you can already see it coming that Joe Burrow has elevated himself above Patrick because Joe Burrow doesn't do that at the end of games. He has been very clutch at the end of games. But it's just like Brady clutch. It's not spectacular clutch. It's not like a walk-off 60-yard bomb clutch. It's, it's not like combine clutch where, you, where you're throwing the ball out of the stadium kind of clutch. Mm-hmm. It's just methodically clutch. Mm-hmm. He just keeps making the correct throw to the correct receiver at the correct time with the correct pass that hits him right in the hands and he catches it. So th- I think that we're going to see more of the same in this game. I'm going to say they score exactly what they scored last year, 27. I'm going to go Kansas City 21 just because I do have looming, growing respect for the Cincinnati defense. It's a big play defense. Yeah. And I think Patrick will be 95% of Patrick, and I think he's still going to have a hard enough time that they will hold them to 21 at Kansas City. So I'm going to go 27 to 21 visiting team. Well, they're definitely going to have to, Skip, I think they're going to have to do what they did last week against Jacksonville, which is run the football. Pacheco, McKinnon, I don't know how much uh, Edward Valaire is going to factor in, but they're going to need to run the yeah. football because they're going to have to keep them honest. You cannot let Hendrickson, you cannot let Hubbard just constantly uh, uh, bombard your quarterback. And they do a great job of collapsing the pocket, and then you got Reader pushing the pocket from inside. Yeah. So you're going to have to run the football to keep them honest. And I believe that you can run the football, and that's what Cincinnati can do really yeah. well. They can run the football with Mixon. They can run the ball with P. Ryan. And not get into a situation where Joe Burrow is just dropping back, throwing the football, although he's more than capable considering the weapons that he have outside. Yep. So with that, I, I think it's going to be a close ball game. It's always a close ball game. And turnovers play a huge factor. The question is, can Cincinnati force the Bengals to give them a turnover late and steal a possession? Or does Cincinnati do what it always does, mm. get, a, get a turnover from them and steal a possession? Because remember, it was last year, it was uh, this year, Skip, um, 
Kelsey had the first down. He's going, and they keep, they keep, and boop, they open, the, they, they open the door. Yep, I agree. Speaking of McKinnon, excuse me, McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon, he did make one X-factor point to me that I am fascinated to watch unfold. Because of Patrick's ankle, does that, as he said, inspire us? He said they're, they're very inspired that Patrick's been out of practice and looking like Patrick. So when you've lost to one quarterback three straight times, to one team three right. straight times, uh-huh. are you suddenly as the quote-unquote home underdog, which they are, not, they, uh, they have been, but, but again, effectively they are because it's, I think it's around a point. Point and a half point, now. Point and a half. Okay, so point and a half. But you usually get three for home right. field. So they are probably considering themselves a home underdog mm-hmm. in their minds. Is there an inspiration factor just because Mahomes sucked it up and played, obviously, against Jacksonville in the second half, and he's really sucking it up to play full force, full speed this time. Right. So, again, is, are, are they going to be, as he said, McKinnon says, inspired by this? Well, that's what you got going for you. At the end of the day, you can be inspired, Skip, but if the team is just better, and I think, you look, if, if, I, I still believe Mahomes is the best quarterback, but it's not like, it's not like the Grand Canyon gap. Yeah. Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback. If you put him at number two, Skip, I'm not going to debate you and say you're wrong. So the gap is really close. And then you look at the wide receivers, you look at the running back. I think Kansas City has a better offensive line, but the running backs, I'll say Cincinnati. Yeah. I'll say the skill positions. I, I'm going to say, even with Kelsey, I'm still going to say I believe Cincinnati because you have Chase and you have Higgins. Yep. And uh, Hayden Hurst, Skip, Hayden Hurst was really good. I remember he was in Baltimore. Yep. Now, he didn't, he, it didn't pan out for him. I think he ended up going to Atlanta. I think he went to Atlanta after he left Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe. No, yeah. he did. No, he did. Yep, Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, de- the defense, Skip, the defenses, I think, were the difference. Sixth in points allowed. They're very good in the red zone. Yep. Okay, here's the biggest picture on Joe Burrow. Think about what he's accomplished in a, a relatively short time. So he's... This is the biggest mistake the Ohio State ever made in its football history, letting him go because he couldn't he hack couldn't, it there. Well, he, couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't beat out Hackens. He okay. couldn't beat out Barrett. It's, it's, not a, it's not a knock on them. It's like Justin Fields. I know, but can't you see it? Can't no. You, if, if you have him there, can't you see what he is? Or is he too understated as a player to catch your eye? It, it, is what he does not quickly apparent in practice? Mm-hmm. How, how effective he is. I, I think sometimes we've seen that skill where guys are not the starter, and then all of a sudden they go somewhere else, and you're like, well, hold on. Why did – it's kind of like Justin Fields. Jake Fromm? Okay. Really? Jake Fromm? Right. If I'm not mistaken, Jake – People do make mistakes. Yeah. These coaches do make mistakes. Exactly, right? and so maybe they made a mistake. Okay, so obviously he goes in his second year at LSU. You know what happens. Against my Sooners in the semifinal – he throws for 493 and seven touchdowns with no interceptions and runs for a touchdown against Jalen Hurts and company. Again, Lincoln Riley plays. They never have any defense, but that was pretty predictable, and it was a complete and utter route. What was it, like 63 to 29, 63 to 29. And then, remember, in the championship game, it's, it's Trevor Lawrence on right. the other side, and he throws for 463, five touchdowns and no interceptions and runs for a touchdown. Right. Well, how can you get much better than those two games? You and you remember what he did to Georgia in the SEC championship game? He, he threw three, okay. three something. And, and, and he went to Alabama and threw a big party yeah, there, okay, yeah. in Tuscaloosa. Okay, so he does that. Then he goes to the 2-14 and 14 Bengals because that's how they had the first overall right. pick. He gets hurt in his rookie year, and he, I think he went 2-7-1 and one for the team that was the worst team in the league. 
And then he bounces back in his second year. And guess what he does? Take him to the Super Bowl. He took him to a Super Bowl. He went through Mahomes to the Super Bowl. He came with, yeah, came within a throw, winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. And here he is in year number three. And look at him now. Yeah. He is poised to become the face of this league this weekend. Uh, I don't think so, Skip. Yeah. Here we go. Well, let's see how it feels on Monday. Don't feel the same. Yeah. Because, you know, in two it's weeks. It's going to be a fantastic showdown. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. You almost feel like whoever has the ball last. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. All right, let's turn to the 49ers and Eagles matchup this weekend. Ooh, that one's going to be good. Mm-hmm. A classic clash Sunday in the NFC Championship game, and it's here on Fox. Philly remains a two-and-a-half-point favorite, according to Fox Red Sportsbook. After Depot Samuel doubted how loud Philly fans will be, Nick Sirianni told Eagles fans yesterday to, quote, be you. It's on. Kenneth, who wins this one? This game is really evenly matched, Gil. Yep. Because if you look at it, the only place that I can say the Eagles have a definitive advantage is at the quarterback. Offensive line, running game, skill position players, Debo Kittle, Ayuk yep. Jennings, mm-hmm. uh, the running backs with C-Mac and, 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 and uh, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I think, it's a, I think it's a push. Defensive line, I mean, you look at the defenses, Skip, Fred Warner and Bosa and Armstead might give a slight edge to the, uh, the secondary of the Eagles. But as far as D-line and linebackers, I think that's a push. The only advantage that I give is uh, uh, Jalen Hurts over Purdy. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a, that's a stretch, and I don't think I'm breaking news to anyone. But I just got to – and maybe it's because I know Kyle. Maybe it's because I want this to happen. And by but the way, you watch Kyle grow up. I watch, up I watch you grow up. I've been, I've, been, I've been knowing him. How is Kyle's 42? I've been knowing him probably since he was 10 okay. or 11. And his father was he's your my, head was coach. my head coach. He was my offensive coordinator first because when I yep. first got there, he was the offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, well, he's actually, he was the quarterback's coach. Uh, yep. Chan Gilly was the offensive coordinator. Okay. Um, I, and I think I, I'm going to take the 49ers skip in a very close ball game. 
I love what D'Amico Ryan is doing. Those guys play so extremely hard for him. I know he's going to have a plan because the one thing you plan for is you got to have a plan for Jalen Hurst's legs. And I don't think he's going to make the mistake that the Minnesota Vikings made when dealing with Daniel Jones. Yep. It let him constantly kill you picking up first downs with his legs. You have to account for him. You almost treat him like when he drops back the pass, guys, you got to stay in your lanes. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times, Skip, you can get away with it, like get out of your lane, and you can still get back there and get him. You can't take that kind of opportunity with the Jalen Hurts, guys that dynamic with their legs. And so I think they come up with a great game plan. They neutralize Jalen Hurts' legs. They make him throw the football yep. uh, uh, from the pocket. And I'm going to take the 49ers in a very, very close ball game. I'm going to say 49ers, I'll say 23-20. 23-20. I'm going to go a little lower score than you. Okay. Because this is going to be an old school <laughs> headbangers ball. That's what we got going on here because some heads are going to get banged in this one. And I I hope there aren't any concussions, but but some blows are going to get struck in this game. I'm going to go lower scoring, but I'm going to flip the score. I say the Eagles prevail 19 to 16. Okay. And intriguing is your breakdown because the truth is if I go position group by group, all the way across the ball, I give San Francisco a slight edge just about everywhere except maybe the offensive lines. And I think San Francisco is very good. Yeah, yeah. But but maybe it's a tiny edge right. to Philly, just, right. just a tiny. Yeah. But everywhere else, I give a slight edge to 49ers mm-hmm. until I get to quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> I've never seen anything in my career like Brock Purdy. He is not only defying the odds, he is shattering the mold of what a rookie quarterback can do because he's won seven straight games, and he's not doing it as a game manager. Right. Kyle has unleashed him. Well, Skip, if, 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 let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, if Kyle was doing this with a, a, a rookie quarterback and he was a first-round pick, you wouldn't be surprised. You're like, hell, he was a first-round pick. Skip, the guy was the last pick in the draft. The guy was a seventh, He's won two playoff games with a seventh-round quarterback. The last pick in the seventh <laughs> round. Again, you were a seventh-round pick. Yeah, you know, but they had 12 I, rounds back then. Yeah, forgive me. I was going to do the math on this, and I didn't, but how many times? What, what's the total number of picks? I don't know. We, we'll figure this out later. In the I think that they, they were two, with compensatories now. I think there was like 262. I think he might have been okay. two. Okay. Two, so there used to be 255. Okay, 262. So 261 players got picked ahead of yeah. him. And look at him now. Right. He's one step from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he probably going to win off his rookie of the year. Yeah. All right. He is surrounded by a really, really good supporting cast. Yes. He is coached by a really, really good head coach. He is. His defensive coordinator is really, really good, and his defense has his back really, really hugely. Yes. So we get all the buck. You, you can't, you, you can't hand a kid a, a, a better new right. toy than right. this one because yes. this is a this yeah. is the best toy on the, yeah. in the, the whole mm-hmm. building. So the point is, it's not Brady in 2001 where you you just kind of conservatively, let's take our check downs, let's do this. That was Brady's second year. But I'm saying, this is a raw rookie rookie. starting. At least least Brady got to sit there and watch Drew Bledsoe by osmosis just sort of soak it in. Oh, this is how you do it at this level. And he was pretty ready to go when he got his chance in the Mm -hmm. third game of the year. And he never looked back. Right. But even down the stretch, even in that snow job of a tuck rule game, 
he made a lot of nice. It was snowing cats and dogs because I was there, yeah. but 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 he he didn't make any sensational throws. He just kept making throws that, that that won the game. But Vinatieri made some snow kicks. That yeah, that, that forty-eight yard, that bomb kick yeah, that he I, made. I don't know. He did it, yeah. but, okay, but he did. He it. did that. And even in the Super Bowl, Brady wasn't spectacular. But down the stretch, is John Madden sitting up in the press box on live TV saying, "Check it out. Well, you guys got to play, for, just overtime. play for overtime." Nope. He completes five straight passes, and you know what happened. Right. It was a 49-yard walk-off field goal. This is the opposite of Tom Brady. This is unleashed where you give him the keys to the Maserati, not, not to the beat-up old car that you can start in, you know, that, that most of us get when we're 16, right. where if you crash it, it doesn't really matter right. because it's already been crashed. Damn it, you don't pass it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> but this is a gleaming Maserati here and floorboard it. Yeah. Just if you feel like it, just put the pedal to the metal, and he does. And against my team, he made a throw to Kittle, who was I think the fourth option on the play because he roamed way wide left. Right, he right. read, read, read. I think I'll fling it to him. And Kittle plays a one-man tip drill, yeah. and you know the rest of the story. And that was the play of the game. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All that said, I keep saying this. I've just been watching this game, studying this game for too long. He's going to hit the wall because everybody does because he is human. And I watched him at Iowa State, and he hit the wall a lot of times at Iowa State because he's only so good. Right. He's pretty good, and I love his competitive nature. He is a battler. He will fight you to the death. But in the end, he doesn't have the biggest arm. No. And in the end, he lost a bunch of games at Iowa State where he would lose some confidence and some poise. And so – it, it, but but he wasn't surrounded by, by this tell, bunch, yeah, exa- right? Exa- okay. Exactly. We, we got it. But he played on a lot of big stages at Oklahoma and Texas and mm-hmm. even against the Baylors of the world right. at that point. They were big games. So he he's a very experienced, quote-unquote, big-game quarterback, but he ain't experienced this. No. This is this stadium in this town against that fandom that has basically been called out, and we'll we'll see how they respond. But it's going to be – way louder than he's ever experienced, even though he did win the game at Seattle. The question is, Skip, it's kind of like what Ben Roethlisberger had. They had a dynamic running yep. game with, with the bus, mm-hmm. had a dominant offensive line, yep. they had skill, skill players. Uh, I think Plexico was still there. I think Heinz Ward was still there. Antoine Randall-Lell was still there. So, the, and, and you know the Steelers always could play defense. What the Patriots were able to do in the championship game was get a couple of turnovers from Ben because yep. he had never been there. They never showed him something there. that he hadn't seen. Right. The question is, if I show you something you haven't seen, yep. can you still protect the ball? Okay. Or if I get to you, if I, if I, if I uh, 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 mess your scheme up and I'm able to get a free rusher, if I hit you, can you hold on to the ball? We'll find that, out. That's the question, Because he's going to get hit in this game. He's going to get hit, yep. and they're going to show him something that he hasn't seen on tape. Yep. The question is, do you dirt the ball, do you throw it over the head, or do you try to force something and you turn the ball over? Okay. I'm going to show you a play from last Sunday's game, game I still haven't recovered from. This is the kind of play that Philly is going to have to make because he's going to give you two or three opportunities to make this play. If we could see the ball that got deflected to Ron Diggs, this ball is tipped and it hits Diggs right in the hands. I, I don't know how it's tipped. I mean, look Look at that. How, this, this is my ultimate ball hawk, and it goes right. right through his hands and hits him in the stomach. Am I right? Yes. I mean, how, how can you not catch that when all he does is catch passes because he was a receiver before he was a cornerback? This is the kind of play 
you, again, it got redirected, yeah. so you're not ready for it. I right. got that. <laughs> but, but he's about as quick and instinctive right. as you can get. I just think Shannon Sharp catches that ball, even if it gets tipped. And sometimes, Skip, that's what it comes down to. You okay. look at Fred Warner. Fred Warner passes get tipped. Okay. He held on to it. Trayvon did not. And, and sometimes okay. that's winning and losing a ball game. Okay. Opportunity presents itself. Okay. That opportunity will get presented the Eagles. They have to catch the football because I think the kid – is capable of giving them three turnovers. But I thought that's what my team would do right. because my team led the world in takeaways right. two straight years. And I thought, okay, he'll give us chances. He only gave us one chance. Yeah. And your quarterback led and the world in giveaways. He, he did, and he gave it. Yeah, and that, that, that one, yeah. Gave so it. you kept talking about old Purdy, but you forgot to talk about old, old Prescott. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. Now we <laughs> flip the, let's flip the script this Sunday to the Jaylen. other quarterback. I'm his biggest fan. I don't like the Eagles, but I do believe in their quarterback. Okay. I haven't liked the Eagles since I was 10 years old, but I, 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 I'm, over, I'm, I'm rising above that, that hate for the Eagles to Jalen Hurts. He, he is him in Philadelphia. He has changed the fate of that franchise. I first guessed it the moment he was drafted. I said, they stole him, and look at them now. He is the ultimate leader. He's a big game, big play playmaker where he'll just make a play. It may not be the most sensational play, but he will make the plays that need to right. get made here. This game ultimately will be about imposing your will on oh, the yeah. other team. Oh, That's yeah. what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Physically imposing your will. And I believe in the end, he will impose his on a, an extraordinary defense. They are really good on defense, well, but he will make a few plays that will win this game. If I'm D'Amico Ryan, he's going yeah. to pose his, pull his will with his arm. Okay. I'm not going to let him beat with my legs with his leg skill because I, I believe that's that's the thing. Those 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 third down where he's picking up with the run. I'm going to make Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Skip, if Jalen Hurts throws for 350 yeah. and three touchdowns, Skip, I walk to the center field and shake your hand and say, okay. "Good luck, son." All right. What happened when my Cowboys played on that Sunday night at Philadelphia? I had my backup quarterback. Yeah. He had won four straight games. This was his fifth start of the mm-hmm. year. He looked pretty good in those right. four games. He got off to a shaky start because it's hard to play there. And yet, when he finally settled in, here he came, and he scored 17 unanswered. All of a sudden, he got it to 20-17 to 17 early in the fourth quarter, so lots of time left in the game. Yeah. And what did Jalen Hurts do? He got the ball back, and on three straight third downs, it was Jalen Hurts, who converted because yeah. he converted twice with his legs and once on a, an option play where he pitched it to gain well, and right. he got it. Right. Okay? So he, it's hard to stop him because it's not that he's going to scramble the way Lamar does and right. hurt you, but he's going to run. We got their diagram run for they, they just diagram these runs, and he is an artist with right. the football, and he will make you make choices. It's the skip. It's the it's the two forty five to two seventy in which he throws for, and then he kills you with the seventy five yeah. to eighty yards rushing. Yeah, he does. That that's that's what beats you down. They're, they're key rush yes. yards. They're third and fours. They're yeah. they're. It's it's a quarterback draw. It's it's the read option. Yes. It's it's a, a break from the pocket and scramble, and he doesn't look that quick or fast, but he's quick he's and fast enough. Yeah. And again, pound for pound, nobody is stronger in the weight room than Jalen Hurts. And it's like he can lift the building, and he can also lift his team on the football field. By If it's required, he can run through tackles, yeah. and he will try. Now, what's his yeah, – I think we talk and talk about Patrick's sure. ankle. I think his shoulder's probably a problem. Right. I think it still bothers him. Well, 
he got to make sure they don't put him on it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, but, that. but he took some punishment on. He he will just willingly said, Giants, here I am. Come and hit me. Right. And you saw what happened. He hung right in there. And he's got two really good receivers, and he's got a very good tight end. And I just think low-scoring battle, fun to watch in an old-school way, comes down to a late field goal, and I believe Philly walks it off 19-16 to 16 okay. because of Jalen Hurts. Guys, it is going to be one of the ultimate chess matches in football in a long time. Cannot wait to watch this one. Don't forget, only on Fox. Mm. All right, Skip, let's talk a little bit about your Cowboys and Dan Quinn returning. What does that mean for Dallas? (laughs) That's coming up next on the other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Dan Quinn has decided to return to the Cowboys as their defensive coordinator. This after he's taken several head coaching interviews for the second year in a row. Quinn interviewed with the Broncos, Cardinals, and Colts recently, but he says he wanted to return to the Cowboys because there's, quote, unfinished business here in Dallas. Shannon, why do you think DQ is staying? He ain't get no head coaching offer. That's what young people do, quit a job with nothing lined up. (laughs) Oh, smarter people don't quit a job, Skip, unless you got another job lined up. Why would he leave Dallas? Skip, you telling me if he got a head coaching job, if Denver offered him that job, if Arizona offered him that job, I don't know another job that's available. Let's just say hypothetically there's another team out there, and they offered him a head coaching job. He going to say, nah, I got unfinished business back here, so I'm going to stay. Stop it. That's what happened. Dan Quinn did not get a head coaching job offer. So he would have been foolish to leave a job, a very good job, as a defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys in hoping that what? You leave a job for what? Like I said, that's what young people do. They don't know any better that you're not supposed to leave a job without having something already lined up. Mm. As you get a little older, Skip, you realize, because I hear people all the time. I'm like, yeah, I just moved out. I said, where'd you move? I, I left such and such. I said, you got a job? No, I just, just packed up. What? 18, 19, you just pack up and you ain't got no job? Or you quit a job with nothing lined up? I said, mm. bless your heart, though. But no, 
This is a great situation uh, for Dan Quinn. He's the coordinator of the Dallas Cowboy, a young, fast, and he's built that defense up, skipped it two years. That defense looks totally different than it has in the, pre- in the past. Mm. But Skip, Dan Quinn ain't getting no head coaching office. That's why he's back as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Mm. Now, he can sing that praise, we've got unfinished business. But we see coaches all the time, Skip, leave jo- leave, uh, get a head coaching job, and they have unfinished business back there, but they leave it unfinished. We'll let somebody else clean it up. Mm. I'm going to get a head coaching job. That's what happened. Mm. You know it, and I know it, too. I don't know it. I, I honestly don't, and I'm not So you sure. think he got a head coaching job offer? Let's go back a year. Again, he was the reported front runner for two jobs a year ago, Chicago and Denver. And then what happened? I don't know what happened. I know what happened. They hired, they hired Nathaniel Hackett yeah. because they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers' packet deal. And what's the other team you said? Chicago. Chicago. They yeah. ever mm-hmm. If they had offered Dan Quinn those jobs, Dan, Skip, the man wants to be – once you become a head coach, Skip, you don't want to be no coordinator. You take a coordinator's job to build back up that resume so you can get in line to get a head coaching job again. I hear you, but Jerry got involved both times. And something is going on here that supersedes what you're saying, especially a year ago. You could be right about this year. I didn't see any reports that said he was the front runner for any of these interviews. What he interviewed for three teams. What do you do? Indianapolis, Denver, and Arizona. Arizona. Yes. I'm not sure what is going on, but I do know Jerry Jones is going on. And I do know there is no salary cap in the NFL when it comes to what you pay your coaches. Right. So I don't know if this will ever get reported, but I think Jerry is taking care of Dan Quinn. I wouldn't be surprised if he's making more money than Mike McCarthy makes. Right. I would not at all be surprised. Can you think he can take care of him better than the Broncos situation? The guy worth $75 billion. You think he can take him, care of him better well, than I mean, that? I mean, he's capable of it. Oh, okay, I thought so. Well, yeah. well, I mean, Jerry's capable of, of taking care of him, too. He's- yeah, but, I mean, if, if, if the Waltons had Jerry Jones' money, he'd be so miserable. <laughs> Jerry Jones no, worth $18 billion. No, I, I got it. it. But I'm just saying... Jerry has made it clear, I'm going to keep that guy as my defensive coordinator. For a while, I thought he had positioned Dan Quinn with at least a handshake or right. a, a verbal promise. I don't know about my head coach, and I need you to be here just in case, because at some point you're going to be my head coach. That That's what said. I thought he told him last We're year. We're going to do a topic later. That's I, not know, what he said. I, I know. <laughs> so we we flipped the script completely around because <laughs> – I thought Mike McCarthy was way on the hot seat more a year ago than he is right now. Right. Okay, because last year they just spit the bit in that champ- the, uh, the playoff That'd game be- at, at home. At least this time they came out ready to play. you can't, right. You got to give Mike McCarthy that. The team played. Oh, you're talking uh, about Tampa or San Fran? No, no, San Francisco. Oh, well, yeah. well, well, obviously they won a game in right. Tampa and they were really ready right. to play that yeah. one. Okay. Whatever is going on here is shocking to me because – Let's flip it around. Should he be the Denver Broncos' next coach? Should he be Arizona's next coach? Should he be Indy's next coach? He is really good at what he does. And more important, he's a made man as head coach because he got a team to a Super Bowl. Right. And all they did in that Super Bowl was lead 28-3 to over Brady and Belichick. Right. And we know the rest of the story. Kyle had something to do with yeah. that collapse as the offensive coordinator Correct. and play caller. But the point is, he did that. So if I'm out looking for a head coach and then he's back-to-back, last year he was the assistant coach of the year in the NFL, and this year he was in the ballpark because his team once again led the league in takeaways. 
Well, who wouldn't want that guy to be a head coach? Why, why didn't he get another one of these jobs? This is maybe a better question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. Did Jerry get involved and, and have him withdraw his name before he got to the finals? You know, before right. they – because Denver still hasn't decided yeah, about that, I think the thing is once you become a head coach, that's what you want to do. You want to be your own boss. And uh, Dan Quinn, DQ, is not the boss. Michael – Mike McCarthy or Jerry is still the boss in sure. Dallas. I just believe, Skip, had he got an opportunity because he thought it, it came down to him and Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. And Nathaniel Hackett got the job, and everybody knows why he got the job. You, because Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right, yes. Aaron Rodgers. He sold, a bit, he sold that he was closer to Aaron Rodgers than he actually w- w- was. And they bought it. I, I don't know. It seems like he was pretty close. I mean, Aaron's spoke glowingly about him, mm-hmm. and now – he lands in I'm going to get Jets. you a job, then I'm going to take this $50 million a year okay. from them and go back to my situation, and everybody's happy. I get what I want. You got, I got you a head okay. coaching job. So you, you don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets right now because they just named Nathaniel Hackett as their new coordinator? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. And the issue that you have with Nathaniel Hackett is he did not call the plays in Green Bay, but I will give him credit for this. He did call them for Jacksonville when they rose up oh, and yeah. got to the AFC championship. I was going to say, when he called those plays in Denver, they were terrible, the ones well, he called well, in Denver. He should have called the ones he called in Jacksonville. Well, it was a disaster, although you could attribute some Somebody, of that oh, yeah. to your new quarterback. Yeah, right? yeah, and Russ, I didn't trust. Thank you. Okay. I am pleasantly shocked over this because – the fact that he's coming back at least gives me a chance because I, I was a chance to I, do what? I was so devastated this past Monday because I thought we're going to lose him as the driving force of our defense. Obviously, he can't do what Micah does on the field. Uh-huh. And you still got Micah Parsons uh-huh. who slid back slightly this year. He uh-huh. wasn't quite what I thought. But if you keep the continuity, as McCarthy said, on defense, the, the, the real head coach of this team the driving force as the CEO of this team is this guy. This is the guy. You do realize you kept somebody else on the other side of the football too, huh? The offensive coordinator? Nah, nah, uh-huh. nah. The guy that throws the ball. Oh, oh I you, you kept him. Okay, yeah. So what you going to do about him? You say you have him, you kept him. I, I agree with that point because that undercuts everything. That, exactly. Because you're still stuck with Dak yeah. unless you figure out a way to get out from under. You and I figured out a way. Stop that. You well, try to put that in the air. I'm putting it out there because that's what I would do in a heartbeat. I would trade him straight up for Aaron Rodgers. It makes sense salary cap-wise if Green Bay would do it. I just don't even know if Green Bay would do it. No. Okay. Because they do one out from under Aaron Rodgers, I believe. So you can have 29-year-old Dak, and we'll take 39-year-old Aaron for two years. And see what, but we'll we got roll twi- the dice. But don't we got 23-year-old, 24-year-old Jordan Love? Okay. You do. I, I don't know. That That's up to you. But I'm just saying I, I, I have seen – I've had enough of Dak Prescott. Skip, and I'm not, Skip, I think DQ is unbelievable. They're the first team to lead the league in takeaways since the Steelers back in the early 70s. Back they to did back. It, they did it, you know, three yeah. years in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard. They finished in fifth in points allowed, 12th in uh, yards allowed. Michael Parson is a two-time uh, uh, Defensive Player of the Year nominee. Yep. He's a two-time uh, a first-team All-Pro. So he uh, a lot of that development is DQ. Uh, uh, I think George Edwards, uh, who's his linebacker coach, mm-hmm. I think he got relieved of his duty. He and He said something. He tweeted something great at him. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of this, uh, uh, Parsons, Lawrence Diggs, all were named to the Pro Bowl. So, uh, Skip, but you, you still only scored. What did you, what'd you, you get held, held uh, the Niners to 19 points? Mm-hmm. And you held Tampa to fewer than that. Mm-hmm. But what about what you so what you what you gonna do about the guy that, 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 that turns the ball sixty five times a game? I, I can't undo it. I, okay. I you, you got me. But what did I tell you going into the year? 
my team's going to go as far as my oh Micah and the defense carries the team. You can't, but Skip, okay? you, there, there's not a defense that can overcome bad quarterback no, play. There's because, not. Well, we just, that, that's just what happened. <laughs> exactly. Because my defense, I, I don't know, could it play much better except for Diggs dropping the interception? Right. But no. seriously, can it play much no. better? I don't think it can. You, you, keep, you keep all the big guns in check. McCaffrey doesn't every, care. Every, Your no, doesn't nobody care. kills you. No. Nobody kills you. Are you can, nobody did anything no. where you said, oh my God, we can't stop that. They didn't run us off the field, nope. right? Nope. We held them to 19. I, I predicted we'd hold them to 20, and it was even one better, and we scored 12. And right. I, silly me, I thought we could score 30 on them. Okay, well, I did. I thought it would be 30 to 20. Well, if Dak had hit three or four <laughs> throws, maybe it would have been but 30 But, Skip, you 20. keep saying if he hit three okay, or four throws. Okay, but they're, they're open. It's not like you didn't do that. It's not like he was trying to force throws into tight windows. Right. I got CD deep twice. Right. But I got still, Gallup. You make it seem like he got Josh Allen to pass you Mahomes' arm. He threw the ball 50 yards. I saw him throw one to T.Y. Hilton against the, the Eagles. It was 60 yards in the air, and, boy, it was a thing of beauty. It was a 53-yard completion. Okay, that, but but he, you maxed him out. He's maxed out at, 50, uh, okay. at a little over 50. I know, but these, these throws didn't even come close. Th- these are bad football throws where you just say, that's, just, that's terrible quarterback yes, play, right? But, Skip, but you have seen – you come out here every year. We do this every year for seven right, seasons, right, you right. told me. And you saw this man do this. Okay, but I saw him hang 40 on the Eagles. We just talked about the Eagles, and I got a score of 19 to 16. I saw him hang six on Washington. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they hung pick sixes on him. Okay. Right? And, and yes. at the end of the game against San Francisco, he threw one that should have been yes. pick six, right? Yes. And he threw two early interceptions that are just flat-out killers. Seven Straight games, the yeah. man had a turn, had at least one okay. turnover. All right. Three of those games, he had pick sixes. Okay. And you okay. just disregarded all of that, just focused on the Tampa. And you came out here and said, it, say, hey, this is the Dak Prescott I know. Well, he played the game of his life. Yes. Not the game of the year, of yes. his life. Yes. Skip, how many times does somebody play the game of their life, in their life, or do something that, oh, that's the best I've ever seen him? You don't say that like 15 times? Mm. Yeah, I just I, I thought maybe this is the time he's turned the corner like Matt Stafford suddenly just turned the corner last year in the playoffs after 11 miserable years in Detroit, right? But you did say Matthew Stafford still led the league internal in their picks. He did, but then somehow the light went on in the playoffs and they got through. And the guy, and, and if Tart holds on to the ball, he would have cut the light off. He would have cut the light off. He threw it. He did. Okay, he hit him in the chest. That, that's what I'm saying about Brock Purdy. He, he's going to throw a couple of those balls at, at the Eagles, yes. you, you just have to catch the ball. Right. Again, who knows what would – if Trevon Diggs catches that ball, yeah. all well, of a sudden – Well, they don't get points. Okay, you know that, that for that, certain. Well, I, I know that for certain, but it's it's 9-9, nine to nine, yes. and we're almost to the fourth quarter at that point because right. we went into the fourth quarter 9-9. Nine to nine. If if Trevon just hangs on to the football, I know it's if, if, right. if, if, but, but, but it, it's, it's not even a very big if. It's a tiny if. If, if my best ball hawk catches the ball – what happens? They don't go ahead 16 to 9 early in the third quarter because we got it going the other direction. What if Brock Purdy starts to unravel? Like, oh my God, what, what, what was I doing? It was a bad idea. I got right. the ball tipped. You know, yeah. you, you, it, it could reverse the momentum right. and, and maybe Dak does find himself and yeah. make a throw or two. But I think you're going to have to revise that. We're only going to go as far as Micah and the Marauders take yeah, us okay. because your defense can't overcome bad quarterback play. Okay. Nobody can. But they can. They can make the year respectable yeah. because 
Remember, we're about to talk about Mike McCarthy is going to be the next Tom Landry. Well, well, he just went back-to-back 12 and fives. Well, who wouldn't take that, right? right? Jerry will take it all the way to his bank. Yes. Because they're all happy. Everybody's happy with 12 and fives. Yes, they are. And we won a playoff game at Tampa. We crushed them. We beat the GOAT. Yes. And you got what to show for it? Really nothing. Nothing. Okay. You got Mike McCarthy for 29 years. That's what you got, right? <laughs> okay. Seriously, that's that's the upshot. But I do have one real live football coach back in the saddle. I, I got him. So at least I got a chance to be respectful. You think if Kellen Moore gets a head coaching job, he's going to stay? Well, again, we're, we'll discuss this in the McCarthy topic. But McCarthy was not blessing Kellen Moore. He was saying we're still evaluating Kellen Moore. And by the way, they did they threw all the bones to Cowboy Nation like everybody every other team does that loses because they cleaned house yesterday. Yeah. When you look at the you mentioned George, I have a lot of respect for George Edwards. Yep. He's gone, and they had an assistant head coach named Rob Davis. I don't know what he does because I don't know what Mike McCarthy exactly. does. Exactly. But he's gone. And Skip Pete, <laughs> we, we've talked and talked about him. He's gone. Leon Lett, who I covered, he's gone. Yeah. Joe Philbin, who's been a head coach in this league, right. who's the offensive line coach, he's, he's gone. They cleaned house. Right. And and they are indicating that maybe Kellen Moore is on a little more of a hot seat than you think he is. No, so you blame Kellen Moore for Dak throwing the ball? He's I don't Dak. at all. You never heard me bring up Kellen yeah. Moore yeah. one time last Monday after that game. I think he had zero to do with what Dak didn't do. Exactly. Right? Okay? So it sounds like they're going to reshuffle the deck, and it's like the moving the deck chairs on the Titanic, yeah. right? Rearrange but, but, Skip, it. that's what happens when things yeah. don't go. When the they, season they doesn't do end, it. Right. The I season doesn't end okay. the way you think it does. Oh, we got to do all this. Yeah. Throw you some bones here, right? But at some point in time, you got to start looking like, huh? it's y'all. Wait. It ain't the coaching, it's y'all. It's y'all. Well, it is. Thank you. It's your guy. Welcome Ooh. back, DQ. It's- yeah. I'm going to Dairy Queen. He's a great now. Yeah, that's sure. I am for a little soft ice cream. <laughs> well, you're going to be driving for a minute because ain't none of them close. 